0: Welcome to the Speak Up Talk Radio Network. I am Pat Rulo. We specialize in author interviews, audiobook, and podcast production, as well as the prestigious Firebird Book Awards and also the Positive Change Podcast Awards. We also feature our fun and short podcast that allows authors to record their own writing tip to share on our very own Boom Bang Oh My Gosh Wow podcast. And you can find that along with the rest of our offerings at speakuptalkradio.com. Right now, I'm so excited to have a recent Firebird Book Award-winning author to share with you. He is Roger Wilson Crane, and his winning book is titled Certified. A managing director of a successful private company in the automotive sector, Roger made the decision to take a back seat from the business in 2019 and concentrate on his writing passion. A keen amateur actor and singer, Roger had the privilege of taking lead roles in productions across Yorkshire and beyond including Jesus Christ Superstar, Guys and Dolls, and The Full Monty, the latter culminating in an NODA nomination for Best Actor. Roger believes all these endeavors kept his creative juices flowing over the years when work was all-consuming. He settled in South Yorkshire 25 years ago and lives with his wife, Victoria, who finally inspired him to follow his dreams and become an author. And Victoria is also a Firebird Book Award-winning author. So much to find out here, so let's get going. Welcome to the network, Roger.
1: Hi, Pat. Thanks for having me. It's lovely to be here.
0: Oh, happy to have you here, and congratulations on winning the Firebird Book Award.
1: Thank you. Yeah, I've been very, very surprised and honoured and delighted that uh, that yes, I got a first prize. So <laughs> thank you. You're thank welcome. You to, for the judges, etc.
0: <laughs> you are welcome. Well, we've got a short conversation today, so I want to dig right into your comedy, drama, or is it a fictional biography?
1: Oh, it's a, it's a, yeah, it's a fictional memoir. I think would be yeah, fictional biography is a, is a good description. Um, books. A lot of the stuff in the books is true, but some of it uh, is, is a true element part that then I've taking a bit of creative license and imagination, run with it to make it either funnier or a bit sadder or with a bit more heartbreak. And I suppose will anybody ever know which is all true or not? I probably will never
0: say. (laughs) (laughs) You know, Roger, I love that. I love to read a book like this because then you're trying to be a sleuth and figure out, I wonder if that really happened and which part of that is stretched and truthful. It really adds another dimension, I think, for the reader to uh, get involved with the book.
1: Yeah, I hope so. Yeah, I think I've tried to do that. I mean, I did try, when I first set off writing it, it was it was going to be just you know a, a, an absolute true memoir. But I think even though you know, a lot of things that, I was writing; I thought was funny. It just needed something to make it so that the reader would would, would guess and would find the bits. Uh, is it too far fetched or is it true? Type of thing. So, yeah, I wanted to do that in the end, and I, hopefully, and I think I I succeeded in that in the end. A lot, a lot of, of, a bit of a guessing game in the end, which is great. It's been lovely for people to come back to me and ask which bits are true, which aren't. (laughs) But they all, every every single chapter has a true element in it. Mm -hmm. Um, But but it just depends how far I go with it.
0: (laughs) (laughs) I love that. So this is almost three books in one, maybe in a way it is. Mm -hmm. Yeah, give us a peek so our listeners know what they have in store for them. Yeah, well, it's, um, yeah, it is three books in one, to be fair.
1: Um, It is... uh, The title certified is basically on the milestones, the main milestones of our lives, which is a birth certificate, marriage certificate, and unfortunately, death certificate. So the three stories are of all the same narrator, which is based on myself, which takes him through um, an unexpected birth, where he he doesn't know he's going to be a father to a certain extent, Um, and then a hapless marriage where it all goes a bit wrong. And comes right and includes uh, a section of meeting, or well, not quite meeting, Justin Timberlake. Um, and then a bizarre death, which is which is based on, on the death of my father, who I've been estranged for many, many, many years, and then had to come back and look after his funeral and the, the aftermath of that, which was which rather odd. Um, so, yeah, so sort of three separate stories, all linked um, with the sort of relationships and, and family and friends. Um, which was a lot of humor in it, um, but also a, a lot of heartbreak too. Yeah. Mm-hmm. I hope that makes sense.
0: Yes. Was it was it difficult to write some of those chapters or some of those things that happened to you to look back and pull that back out and then put that on paper to share with the world? Um,
1: yes, certain bits. Um, uh, the, the, the last section, which is, is based on my father's, death I, I hadn't really thought about it I mean he died when I was thir- uh, sorry he died when I was sort of late 30s and I hadn't seen him since I was 13 so uh, looking back on, on his death and then looking back further and thinking you know what, what, what had happened there and, and who could have done things differently and things like that yeah that was that was quite therapeutic um, and, and also quite hard Um and then in my younger life, I I, I did suffer from a, a very toxic uh, relationship early on, in when I was early twenties, 20s, late twenties, which I wasn't going to write about. And then thought, I've never really talked about it, and I think it would be helpful to to put it out there and just say that you know you know we we, we you know there are people suffering, men suffer as as, as females, and um, so yeah, that was. That was hard, I have Mm -hmm. to say. I still don't know whether it was the right thing to do, but I I got a lot of good good feedback that I brought up the subject, so so I'm I'm glad I didn't leave it in, yeah.
0: Yeah, I think there's always that healing aspect for you as the writer to pull this out and, and, and put it on paper. It's one thing to think about something quietly and think that you're processing it, but it's quite another to put it on paper. Yes
1: yeah it is and um I, but, but actually it's it's it strange that i think um it's a good thing uh I wish I'd done it years ago uh, i think I think writing and getting your expressions that are in your, your head your mind on paper with it, whether you ever get to publish or be you know be a book, doesn't really matter mm-hmm. I think it's quite i think that's really that was really important for me that that I wrote how I felt and what I thought and looking back what I maybe could have done differently. Mm -hmm. Um, so yeah, I think, I think, I think writing, writing stuff down is a really, really good thing to do whatever you're doing from a sort of thought process to help you. Definitely.
0: Right. Right. And I love the way you have this interplay between humor and pain all rolled up into one book. Yeah, I think
1: that, that that came when I was talking about using creative license and imagination and and making the story flow better than a, an absolute autobiography. Um, you know, I've, I've, I'm a great keen script studier and that type of thing over my life, and book reader, of course. And I, I love the feel that the reader can be laughing and howling last one minute. And then you can change their perception and their thought process quickly to make them feel sad or heartbreak, you know, t- television programmes can do that, films can do that, books can do that. I, I strive very hard to try and do both. Mm. So the reader's got all the emotions of of, uh, of the story if, if you like. Um so hopefully I'll succeed in that.
0: Yeah. very much mm. And I think some of that probably comes from your ability, as um, in theater, as an actor and a singer. To you've been in lead roles in all of those major productions, yeah. So you know what that feels like. So it might be easier for someone like yourself to put that into a a, a text context.
1: Yeah, I think I think you might be right, but I haven't really thought about that, but I think my you know I didn't write. I, I wrote a school play when I was about 14 and 40 years later, I, I wrote a best-selling, international award-winning book. So it, between that, I did a lot of, of amateur acting, uh, as you say. And and I think, yes, you do. Cause I mean, you read a lot of scripts, but then you've got to develop the personalities and, and, and be that actor, be that character. Um, so I think for me, being able to write, even though it was about me, I could, I could sort of take myself out of that and be that character, mm. and the characters around me. Um, you know, the people like Big Mac, who's a big, a big presence in the book, and um, people like that that are, are based on real life. But I, I yeah, I think I, I was, I think because of of being creative in that way and reading a lot of scripts and acting a lot, I could probably it helped me put that in. Mm-hmm. in the book and in my writing. Yeah, I would agree with that. And thanks, actually, because I hadn't really thought of that.
0: <laughs> <laughs> yeah, I'm a therapist on the side, right? <laughs>
1: I'll stay on the live as long as you want.
0: <laughs> I'll send you my bill after the conversation, right? <laughs>
1: <laughs> Thank you, please do. <laughs>
0: Oh, my gosh. I don't want to make generalizations, but you kind of alluded to it. So I do want to go there. And just based on uh, all of the conversations that I have about uh, people who have written memoirs, or biographical stories or autobiographies, most of the many of them are women who talk of painful situations and, and not as many male perspectives. And so I think that's also refreshing, too, because it allows readers and especially males i would think to say hey he did it i can do it you know I, it, it's okay for me to put some of this on paper
1: yeah i think that was in the end that was what, what was important like i said i i thought about leaving it out or not not touching on it um but in the end it, it was part of my life and you know i suppose the, the main one of the main truths in the book. Like I say, a lot of it's fictional, as in creative license, but the the parts I like about the the, the sort of toxic and abusive relationship I was in are are just about bang on the money. Mm -hmm. And and that was important as well, because I I was certainly not going to go down any route of embellishing what happened to me. Sure. Um, I don't think I I, I have to say, Pat, do, do I give any... That sort of reassurance of uh, how to you know how to deal with those things I don't think I do in the book I just acknowledge it happened to me mm-hmm. um, and that you know it does happen and it really happens to, to, to a lot of men I never mentioned it I know I talked to my wife Victoria about it but she's probably the only one mm-hmm. um, so it's been quite hard at first but it's got easier talking about it so you know you asking me is a lot easier than It was a year ago when I was being asked on a few interviews about it uh, because I found that hard. But I think it's really important. And I hope that, you know, any men that do read the book just get a a sense of, um, you know, I'm okay too there. It's not, you know, I'm not abnormal or I'm not, you know, he's dealt with it this way, which is, you know, the same way as everybody probably does, Mm -hmm. which is trying try and get through it Um, there's a lot of love there you see with these people you know and you try and change and try and stick together it's really hard it's very Mm -hmm. very complicated Mm.
0: it is and you don't have to be the one to give advice I think just the very fact that you acknowledge as you say you acknowledged it and that allows others to acknowledge and then do with it as they will
1: yeah, thank you. Mm-hmm. I appreciate that. Mm-hmm. Yeah, well, yeah, hope so. Anyway. Yep.
0: <laughs> now you have a monthly blog. Are you still working, Man in the Mirror?
1: Yes, yes. My uh, my blog, yeah, probably comes out hopefully twice a month, uh, depending on what I'm doing. But the least I do is once a month, mm-hmm. and that's I suppose that's an extension of of the book, as it's uh, mm-hmm. just little stories about uh, what what you know, what's happened to me. Um, which is what happens to everybody. I mean, everything in Certified has probably happened to other people in different ways. Mm-hmm. And I think that's what's made it resonate with a lot of people. Um, it's everyday things that um, can happen to us at weddings and, you know, having children and, um, and unfortunately the, the, the sad moments when, when people die. Um, and I, I'm a great believer, Pat, that um, there is comedy in most situations. You know, we have dark humor. Mm-hmm. It's it's such a good thing that we can bank on when when times are tough um, and, and we're going through a lot of pain. It does help, I think.
0: It does, it does, and we should never think that it's inappropriate because if it's helping you get through it, then it's it's mm-hmm. the thing to do.
1: Yeah, yeah, yeah. I think so. I think I mean there's always a time and a place, isn't there? Oh, but, sure there is humor in in most situations that we find ourselves in isn't
0: there i'm one of those people yep i can find humor in just about anything so i think that keeps (laughs) (laughs) you know what you have a choice you do have a choice and your perception becomes your reality so i just choose to you know whatever (laughs) move on
1: (laughs) yes we get lots of humor in We've had lots of humour in, in Trump and Boris Johnson, both, both sides of the waters, <laughs> I, I believe.
0: <laughs> yes, these days we really have to fight to find the humour, don't we? <laughs> yeah.
1: Yes, not dead, yes, yes, yes.
0: I understand. <laughs> you do something I think is extremely touching. Uh, it speaks to who you are. You have a Facebook group for uh, about dogs, where you research and write personal memorials for dogs who have. Gone over the rainbow bridge. How did that come about? I think that's just such a lovely, lovely aspect of oh, you. you. Mm-hmm. Yeah,
1: I, I, I was I was I was part of uh, I was part of the group anyway, and I've been a member <coughs> for for a couple of years. And um, when my book came out, it became uh, a success. the The administration of the, of the group asked if I would be interested in writing tributes and memorials for. Those that sadly passed away, and um, and, and it was a, it was a lovely honour to be, you know, to be honest. Um, and I, I instantly said yes. And and then over the last six months, I've done about twenty-five, thirty, and they're all individuals. So you know, a, a, a dog passes away, which is which is horrible. I'm a massive dog lover. I've been through my life, and I get in touch with the owner, and we work on a. Uh, text together, a draft of between five hundred and thousand words. Uh I research their you know through Facebook, through their Instagram pages, any anything they give me and I put that together, we work together and then when they're you know happy and comfortable with, with what I've written um we then we then pop it on the group so that the Sort of thousands of members can pay their respects uh, with love, etc, cetera, et cetera. And, and I try and make them. I like to have a little bit of humour in there because that's just me, Pat. Mm-hmm. Um, but also, you know, a lot of poignancy about it, um, and just just to tell the story of that individual dog because they all have their quirks, they all have their different bits. So I've yeah, I've, probably the wrong word, perhaps say I thoroughly really enjoy doing them. Oh. Because, because it's heartbreaking when you yeah. don't know this dog but then you look into that dog's life and see the love and oh.
0: that
1: they've all had as family. Um but it's been really lovely to to write them and become friends with with people who've who've, who've lost them. Um so yeah. So I, I enjoy doing it. I I, 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 hope, I hope I I can continue doing that as as long as possible.
0: Is that a public group? Is there a Facebook page we can go to to see that, or is it a private? Group? It's a private. It's a private okay.
1: group actually, okay. um, and right. it's uh, it's a, it's based on flat coat retrievers. So if you have a flat coat retriever, um, or you or or your family have a flat coat retriever, you, you can join. Okay. Um, so there's, a, there's thousands of members on it, but unfortunately, it is a private group.
0: No, I get that. I have, yeah, yeah, I have four.
1: I'm trying to think of a way of how how I could offer it just out there because I, I don't think it's a big thing, but I think a lot of people would would love to have maybe a framed mm-hmm. memorial tribute to, to their dogs. I am thinking about how do I how could I do this I, I just it's just me offering it out there. so if you want to shout out to speak at radio, yeah. then I'm
0: available. okay all right yeah let's let's think about that it's such a beautiful thing i know that it's probably uh, intense for you emotionally as well not just the time involved but just you know the heart that you put into that and then you you almost become part of that dog's afterlife um you know knowing all that you do know it's so beautiful i'm touched by that when i saw that i thought oh we talk about nothing else i need to i need to hear this from you i love that
1: Yes, I, I, I'd love to do it more okay. I have to say I mean this is a private group so it's only there but yes. I'm not quite sure how I can do it but oh I'd love to yeah I I, I, I know it sounds a bit odd but I just love looking, researching the, yeah. the, the history from when the, the dog was born to the, the daft things it's done through <laughs> its life or how many awards it might have won or you know by going to shows or, or just being daft at swimming I mean it's just looking through and picking out the life of 10 11 12 year old and putting that into into their, you know into a life in 5000 words is i just find it I do I love I love doing it and I feel I'm giving something I'm giving something to someone else so wow. yeah
0: wow. so
1: yes please I'm quite happy to if you want to put anybody into it I'd your life, okay, yeah.
0: I will. I will do that. I almost have the feeling that if you put this out there, um, y- you might be swamped with with uh, responses. But uh, yeah, it's just
1: how you put it out there. I'm not very, I'm not very social media savvy. Yes.
0: <laughs> all right. As individuals come to my mind, maybe I'll just put you in touch and say, hey, I, this is a hypothetical. Mm. You guys work it out, and if it works out fine, and if not, at least it's absolutely, something. yeah, okay. it's all about. You know,
1: it's all about. Charging or anything for it. Honestly, it's. it's a, I, I, I love writing. Yes. And, it, and it's a different way of writing, and it's investing in something. So it's not about that. It's just about. Yes, please do. If anybody okay. out there wants to, please do get in touch. And I, you know, I'd love to try and help. Oh. At least very comforting as well.
0: Yes, mm. you're a lovely, lovely person. I'm so happy we met. Thank you. <laughs> <Thank> you. <laughs> All righty. So, what's uh, next? Are you writing any new books? Yeah, I'm doing a couple of things. I'm, I'm, I'm trying to.
1: Trying to um, because a lot of the reviews I got, you know, some reviews I got said that Certified was like the four weddings and a funeral in the book world, um, you know the famous film with Hugh Grant. Right. Um, so it's made me. I'm trying to write the, the screenplay um, of Certified, which is a massively different discipline part, and I am I'm working on it. I'm I'm trying very hard. I'd like to do that, which I am doing. Not sure how long it will take. Uh, unless somebody out there wants to take it off my hands and write the screenplay, please get in touch. <laughs> um, <laughs> and secondly, I'm, I'm working on a second novel, which is titled uh, A Life Retrieved, which is going to be on a similar vein to Certified. It's uh, going to be based on 25 years of uh, three or four dogs have passed through my life, through my young life, through family, um, through heartbreak through the good times. Um, yeah, so it's, that's uh, that's what I'm working on. Hopefully that will be out next year, which will be written in a very similar way to Certified, but but all about dogs. So that's going to go down well, isn't it?
0: Oh, yes, I look forward to that. I'm looking forward to that. Keep us in mind. I want to be sure Absolutely. not to miss yeah. that. All righty, my friend, this has been such a treat. I want to make sure we haven't missed anything that you wanted to highlight today.
1: Oh, blimey. Um, No, I don't think so. It's been lovely, lovely you allowing me on to, on to show, et cetera. And um, if anybody wants to get in touch, um, my, just go down to my website where all the contact details are there. You can buy the book, or just read the blogs, or get in touch with me if you would like me to to, to write a tribute, or memorial to your pet, um, and it's it's just uh, the usual uk. Everything's on there, and I'd be delighted if anybody just wants to message or even just say hello.
0: That'd be lovely. Excellent. Excellent. What a conversation with Roger Wilson Crane, his book titled Certified Website, rogerwilsoncrane.co.uk. You, my friend, are just amazing. Look forward to doing this again. Thank you. Oh, thank you. I thoroughly enjoyed
1: that. It was lovely. Thank you for making it very easy, Pat.